0: Hi everyone! Welcome to another podcast of Define Life, where we give you statistics, tips, and tricks on how to hack adulting, especially in your twenties, because
1: it does get rough. I'm Taylor, that's with two A's, and I'm Diane, that's obviously spelled the black way: <laughs> D Y A H N N E. Who know what my granny was thinking, but what it is. <laughs>
0: And we're back with another podcast. And today is going to be generational curses and childhood traumas.
1: So, Diane, you want to go into what a
0: generational curse
1: is? So, basically, what a generational curse is, and we got this on Google, guys. Um, It is a generational curse. Is a passing down of sinful behavior that gets replicated in the next generation. So we had a pot we had a not a podcast, we had a clubhouse about a conversation. Yeah, and this was a very we got very deep yes. So this was a this was this was one a of, very good conversation. It was a very good conversation, yes. but people felt like they were being attacked in the beginning because of what we were saying. I mean, if you're the problem, just say you're the problem. Oh. I mean, no shade
0: no (laughs) No, that was a mad shade messy but it's all right they're gonna still listen to my podcast (laughs) i still pull up to the clubhouse um what got this person so defensive is because i said generational curses especially for black people come from slavery and i used um the example of multiple families leaving one family to go start another right and that was when they would and then we brought it up take us they would take us from our original family sell us off then we'll start a family on that plantation right rip them man and he, from the did home have a
1: point. he did uh this person did have a point forehead had a point um that's what we're gonna call this okay. person forehead had a point um they didn't have choices back then. But just because they didn't have choices doesn't mean that it wasn't but, a behavioral thing. That, it they, wasn't something that they didn't... They have choices now, and they
0: still do it. But
1: I'm saying... I'm That's what I'm... I'm saying that you, the, the example that you made, it is a part of the reason why we are the way we are today. Just... They did not have choices back there, but you, it's like a game of telephone. After a while, it becomes its own little thing. Like, it starts off here, and then... It escalates and it ends up here, and it know, becomes a natural right. habit or behavior because you're so used to it. Has it's happening. It happened in yeah. generation it's, after generation. It's, but it's, I was, a, it's, a, it's a fact. I okay. told him. I told. That's why I said, let's just bring it up. Let's bring it up closer, where we we come from. Families that were made in multiple from multiple families. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Like yeah. me personally, I come from a father who has. Five children, three different babies. My mamas, stepdad has three or four different children. You know three or I mean? four different sets of family. He hopped from home. Because my but mom, if you, if you statistically my mom was up, pregnant with me when he was still with my brother's mom. If you statistically look it up on Google,
0: generational habits right. can turn into a part of your DNA. There's like studies on it. I, I believe and that. And like mental conditions and why some people are more susceptible or why... Uh, behavior is genetic simple. yeah absolutely
1: yeah. so to think that this think behavior generational can't curse be learned. is essentially a behavior it's a behavior it's a behavior that you yeah, yeah it, it's repeated it, yes it's a repeated it's behavior. a behavior yeah. Yeah. that you repeat and that you because you grow up around it it yeah and that can be linked to childhood trauma
0: yeah
1: because you went through all these and things you're
0: watching it
1: firsthand. You, and you're allowing you're it in normal.
0: and you're allowing
1: it in your adult
0: life. If it's
1: if it's normalized around you, you it's not hard for you to believe that growing yeah. up that it's it's normal. And then and then unfortunately, right, because we're so susceptible to these
0: generational curses, then we get stereotyped because of That's that. A fact. <laughs> and no one did, and then everyone's over here just like
1: so for example, okay, before we get into that, let's go over the types of Generational curses, like examples of generational. Oh, generation. curses. So, so, starting multiple families. Multiple is one. families. Drug yeah. addiction, of course. Gangs. Alcoholism. Alcoholism. Um, teenage pregnancy. Teenage teenage pregnancy. Teenage and for real. Yeah, yeah, college dropouts.
0: College high school dropouts for that. High gotta, school dropouts, yeah. Um, the um, the belief about violence and abuse. How we're the.
1: Domestic violence, you, you know,
0: domestic violence, or how we're the monster, how we're molestation. Ooh, molestation, how we're the molesters. You know what I mean? So not even,
1: th- but this is even. This is this not even about African Americans. These generational curses aren't just in the African American community, are they? No, they, no, no, they not. stem here, maybe. Yes. Yes. But are they only for us because we're because we're but, two black
0: women? That's but why. I see, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. But but there is generational curses in families. Period. Yeah, I have yeah. a friend who is. I opened her cabinet today and she has a bunch of bottles under there, and so her she's out, down in Mexico. She's been having virgin drinks this entire time, and she's like, "I'm not an alcoholic, but my mom is, right?" And I've seen what it's done to her, and right. I refuse to let that be me. Right? She was like, "I'm a stoner." All day, you know what I mean, but she won't touch a bottle or a drink, and that's a, wh- a white chick generational curse right there that she's breaking.
1: And that's her, why we grandma had, down there taking shots. I had, I like... when I had when I had Leilani when I was when my mom had me she took on drugs mm. and I mean hard drugs, not weed mm. like what you thinking it. That's what she was taking. Yeah, yeah. So when I had Leilani, I had a C section, and they gave me hydrocodone which is the narcotic version of aspirin okay oh really yeah it's the narcotic version of basically a painkiller it's still it's still a controlled substance then it's a controlled substance but it's still a narcotic narcotic. yeah so when they told me it was a narcotic i chose against taking it because i was breastfeeding and because it was a narcotic i i healed from my c-section pain in the worst pain possible only because I couldn't be like my mom and be on drugs. My mom refused my. So my mom was offered drugs at
0: one point, and she refused it because she seen what it did to her mom. Right. You know what I mean. And that. And my mom always raised us like, don't do drugs. Like, like, um, don't do it. But she always supported me smoking weed. Right. But she was like, and that's why Leilani Drug drugs don't do. That's
1: it. why Leilani lives with me and Lewis. We mm-hmm. live separately, but. Mm-hmm. She lives with us. Like, my no, you can't have her for a week. No, you can't have her for a month. Because when I went away for a week and a month, I never came back. Like, I didn't grow up with my family. Leilani will know her mother, she will Mm. have a relationship with her mother. Yeah. Um,
0: Another generational curse I broke was teenage pregnancy. mm. My mom had my older brother at 14, 15, something like that. Just turned 15. So, I know growing up, she was always just like, don't you have kids? Like, you can have this little baby doll, but don't bring no real baby song. But I was just like, and you know what I mean? I was always terrified in my teenage years to get pregnant. And
1: I think that's why I'm like, so. So I barely made it out of teen pregnancy. I had Lilani when I was 20. I got pregnant when I was 20 and I had her when I was 20. So I wasn't Yeah, a teen you weren't a
0: teen, but you were, you're straddling the fence there a little bit. <laughs> like, I was, you're, you're not legal, but, but you're an adult.
1: But I wasn't living at home either. Yeah. I was an adult when I got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a job, I was living out of the state. So when I got pregnant, I had to make a choice. I understand that. So we're gonna, I'm gonna, I think we should go over how to try and break a generational curse, like in general. Okay. So, um, on Google, it says that you have the choice to continue in the footsteps of your ancestors and pass on these curses to your children, or with great diligence, you can choose to end these curses over your life and future. You get to decide if the generation con- generational curse continues or ends. So it's just about the decisions that you make.
0: You know, there's this, there's this word called cognitive dissonance, and it's a, it's basically saying... Knowing to do better, uh, you know better, but you won't do better type thing. If you knew better, you do better, touch yeah, that. So, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and when I'm making a decision that I know I should be doing better, I think about that word because if it's popping up in my mind, and if I know I should be doing better, and if it's something that's been repeated in the past, that's not going to continue a generational curse. You know what I mean?
1: So me, I personally feel like I could have either went either way. I fortunately went the better way of my spectrum because of my background, how I grew up in foster care and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Yeah. I don't, the girls that I was living in my group home with, they were living there and they had one of them had twins, another one had a daughter. Oh my god! Those. And they were living in the in the group home. One was nineteen, the other one was like. 16. They had kids outside of the outside of the um outside of the group home that would visit. So I didn't know any better. I'm like, you you know, you could think like this is the life that I'm about to live, but based off looking at that, it wasn't the life I wanted to live. That's why 3 days after I graduated high school, I got the fuck out of Dodge. Are
0: there some things that are just generational bad habits that can be
1: perceived as generational curses? There are, I I sometimes feel like they're the same. Bad habits... It's still in this behavior. case... I feel like in this case, they're the same thing. If you... So, I didn't necessarily have a mom to... I knew of her, naturally. But I only have my foster moms, you know? Yeah. And the girls around me. I just didn't want to be... I never seen myself on the streets.
0: About... So, okay. About what age did you... Because there are people in life, right, who just make terrible decisions. And that's just... They're just they come from a good family. They just make bad decisions. Right. So that's not a generational crisis. Right. That's just it's bad just bad, bad habits. habits. But when you have a child that sees you in and out and doing that lifestyle, but they still have connection to that other side where right. it's like... I
1: don't want to do this. You know
0: what I mean? Like, we didn't raise right. him like that. He just did this, Mine's right? Or she jump. did this. So Mine's just from jump.
1: Do you think... Do you, what but age? it wasn't me. It, I wouldn't say it was... I don't remember. I can't remember. I've always, I've always known that I didn't want to be like my parents. Okay. I seen how it was, how it affected. My... See, I was old, the oldest, so I can't speak the same. Like if I had Tina in here, she wouldn't even be able to tell you. For me, I was, I was their mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I've been raising my brothers and sisters since feels like they got here you know so if you ask my brother and sister they'll tell you that my granny is their granny and that i'm their mom my brother tells everyone that i'm his mom and it's because in his mind that's what the role that i played before we got separated yeah but for me my, my my granny used to say i always used to be like i can't wait till i grow up because you can make your own decisions, I can make my own decisions. I, can, yeah. I don't have to be stuck in this. Like, my, go- my head was from, from when I was in, even goes back to even when I was in elementary school, I knew what high school I wanted to go See, to. See,
0: so my experience is totally different. So, you know, I grew up, I wouldn't say sheltered, but I still grew up very, very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't start having these like thoughts or even conversations until I got about 19, 20. And it wasn't until then I was like, oh, I never had I'm a fall- conversation
1: with I'm anyone. Falling-
0: I never had a conversation. It was just a conversation with myself. Yeah, I, I, I didn't start having these realizations until I was early adulthood, which, which actually like, kind of inspired me to even do this podcast or write the book. Like, it was the whole, I wish somebody would have talked about these things. I wish somebody would have talked about childhood traumas. Because I identify with childhood traumas not generational curses, but childhood traumas I do i you
1: know identify I mean? with both. <clears throat> both with both, yeah, and the childhood trauma was not from my mother, so my mother di my mother wasn't she she kind of like dipped out in the part of my childhood that I don't remember, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like I remember it, but it's so faded, I could be making it up, you know what I mean. The drugs, I'm not making that up because I have a file that says she was tested and that there right. were drugs involved. Right. My mom is not a part my mom is a part of my childhood trauma because I was abandoned by her. But my basis of my childhood trauma, the reason why my anger sometimes spirals and I am the way I am, it's because of the foster parents that I had yeah growing up and yeah, how yeah. they treated me and yeah. how they abandoned me. Yeah. I don't blame my abandonment issues solely on my mother yeah neither do i yeah. i do blame them on the women who were supposed to take me in and make this a better situation but it would just and, and they violated a worse it situa- yeah, yeah they violated it. as a child especially you know that i'm coming from a place that's what you think isn't safe, yeah. or, or that's dangerous? Right. How are
0: you gonna take me out of a da- quote a air quote, quotations quote, air quotations dangerous dangerous situation
1: and, and then place me in another dangerous you know situation, more like, a more dangerous situation? I went from living in the suburbs and going to a predominantly white school to moving. Not saying that a predominantly white school is better. Not saying that a predominantly white school is better. But I went from a school in a good neighborhood that was a gifted magnet that I had to test into. I was in the chess club. I was playing soccer. Yeah. To across... Now, don't get me wrong. I still rep 39th in Halldale. But across to the hood where I'm getting abused constantly... I'm not in any programs. I'm going to school and back. I'm at school fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm exposed to games. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So, so
0: it it was vice versa for me. So, I I grew up like that. And then when I reached adulthood, I was so adamant about being on my own. Right. Which I wouldn't change because the experience gave me the experience to be who I am now. But it wasn't until that early adulthood that I got there and I was like, wow. I'm like so fucking sheltered and have no idea like there was a point in time i was living on third and rampart and i had no fridge no stove so i was literally surviving off of the corner store noodles and <laughs> and i
1: and, I, and I sees, like i would have been okay with that you know what but I, I mean come from your background me because of everything i had gone through like sleeping on the floor i, I could and if as long as was i bad. wasn't as long as i wasn't controlled by adults that were trying to tell me what to do i didn't care because when i did when i did leave school i was sleeping on my i was sleeping on the floor yeah
0: I essentially floor. i was sleeping
1: on the floor yeah. then i was sleeping on an air mattress in his living room and then after that, I got my own shit, and yeah. now you can't tell me shit. Like, right. and it's just because of how I grew up. I was bounced around from home to home. As much as I want to move out of the apartment that I'm in, I'm so attached to it because I'm so used to moving with trash bags, places like that. Now that I have my own stuff, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to share my space. Like, yeah. I share with Leilani because she came out of me. But other than that i feel that though i hate sharing my space i feel that i've been in such bad situations that i refuse to share my space like you can't but y'all know y'all don't even hang out at my house it's yeah, not that, that i don't have not, an
0: apartment i've known this girl how long four years four years about three four years and i've never been inside her place i know her child Seen them both damn they naked definitely seen her naked and i've still never
1: been in your place I don't let one person stay in my house. (laughs) We're not friends anymore. Hollering. I feel that. Uh, What do you mean?
0: Excuse me. I was like, I was in those type of situations where I didn't learn better about, I didn't know better about roommates, right? Until
1: I got a roommate. And I
0: wish somebody would have told me. Like, even in college, I didn't have that experience. I lost a friend
1: as a roommate. Dead ass. We were, I mean, our relationship was kind of rocky before we moved in together, but moving in, just... Put the stamp of "we not friends no more." Yeah, like that's shit that they say it goes to It goes for two things. You find out who your real friends are and who you're meant to be friends with forever when you move in with the person Ooh. and when you travel with. Wait, the person. hold on, hold on. Wait, we have to have that's a whole separate podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, so back back to generational curses and generational bad habits. So yes, I I didn't learn about these curses or even these generational bad habits until. I got older, and I thought I could do things that
1: my parents did because I seen them do it. My generational curse it. like you know. my generational curse started at my parents. It didn't start it, it started at them like before them, yeah. my yeah. my mom's mom owns a business that's still succeeding to this day. They were living in Snaps. Baldwin Hills. Snaps. I don't know what happened between her and Erica, but it just was like, <laughs> why. Cause I'm going I'm going. Look, it's gonna go from here. My mama gonna be in that boat by herself. But wait, okay, let me take it off myself and put it on Village,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So Village is Village's dad left, and basically just started a whole new family, like around seventeen, eighteen, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. Not saying look at the behavior, but look at the behavior. Well, look
1: at the behavior. You look at the behavior.
0: And I'll make sense. You know what I mean?
1: It makes sense. You got this going on. Yeah, and then you're, now you're, you're doing you're dabbling this. in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you know sticking I mean? your hands in different honeypots. Dip- yeah, it's a little awkward. But I also, my dad, my grandmother is a licensed therapist. Like, she raised her son the only reason the dad wasn't around was because my grandfather died in the war at the time Mm. it wasn't because he went off and didn't want to be a dad he died when she was pregnant like see my mom but but my dad took that as a sign of abandonment but it wasn't like that you know what i mean and instead of him facing his trauma and my granny did shelter him instead of letting him face his trauma that's another thing is your parents have to let you face your trauma they have to let you your parent has you to be they, they, they have, have to trauma. let you they have to let you, if you're their trauma if you if your child believes that you're a part of their trauma as their as your uh, when your parents when your kids get to a certain age where they're able to articulate and understand and talk to you it is your job to shut the fuck up and let them tell you how you might have contributed to their trauma and sometimes everything doesn't require a response you know what i'm saying sometimes your kids just want to tell you that you did this and it hurt my feelings you know what i'm saying but as a parent if we get aggressive like no no that's not how it happened you did this okay and i probably did but you did this i was a child then and you were an adult yeah and now that I'm an adult, I'm yes. dealing with these issues because yes. you couldn't have been an adult about it. You yes, acted like yes. a child in the yes, moment. Yes, yes, yes. When I yell at Leilani, and I know, like, I'd be, like, spazzing out on her sometimes. And I know I'm wrong. I find it that I have to swallow my pride because nobody ever swallowed their pride and apologized to me. And now people apologize to me. I don't give a fuck. I just want to fight now yeah because now when i realized i did something wrong i normalized apologizing to my child like yeah. i'm sorry mommy 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 still learning yeah and i'm sorry that's
0: that's a, that's such a fantastic sentence mommy is still learning and i'm sorry and i'm sorry and I'm,
1: no i'm not sorry i apologize i teach her that you're never sorry that you apologize you're never sorry you're never sorry never sorry oh, but okay. you do apologize that. that's fair my like granny tells me that you never say you're sorry. Did the pilot die? I apologize. That sounds like granny <laughs> tripping up on them words. Yeah, say sorry. that? Um. Okay, so one thing that uh, was talked about in
0: the clubhouse was how do we build these bridges back to? having these conversations and how do we build the bridges out of the
1: stereotypes of the generational this that what we we're do. doing i think this is the first step because like like we had a few older women in the clubhouse. They were in their they're in their late forties at this point, and yeah. everybody else was in their twenties. So we typically get one or two older women in the in the clubhouses. But what she was saying that it did start with the converse, these conversations, like forums of us getting together and actually talking about it within ourselves. It starts with us because we're the generation that we 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 are the generation that is supposed to fix it to the, fix these problems now. We, Basically, yeah, they has been put off on us we're, we're, of a little bit. No, it's not even that. Back then, it was their job to solve problems in that day and age because they were the twenty somethings and the adults. We're we're not kids anymore. I think I think we just have so much information at our fingertips,
0: right. That these type of like mental health issues. It's like and you
1: ever seen that um, understanding emotions are. You ever seen that post that it was like, "Yeah, I wonder why we're not having no barbecues and stuff like that." It's because our aunties and uncles were throwing them, throwing them back in the day. We are the aunties and uncles now. <laughs> are we not throwing them? <laughs> I don't know how to cook. Y'all come to my barbecue. Y'all just going to be drinking. Y'all going to be outside, too. <laughs> if y'all got to use the bathroom, find the clubhouse. Okay.
0: <laughs> Cause I don't know what to tell you. are not going inside. But, no, yeah. My brother was in there, and he was talking about building the bridges and how we get... Um, other cultures and other generations to understand who we are and building back that bridge of our generational curses. Like, we are not that. Like, don't look at us and, and put that off on us, because we are not that. Like, we won't accept I'm it. I'm not my grandparents. We, I won't accept it. I'm not my That's grandparents. Not, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not my grandparents. And I don't
1: have to... I'm not Sally Mae. Yeah. I was born in 96. Screaming. During the L.A. riots, that's my. I was born in chaos. Okay. I'm. I will. I, you will. I will not. Um. I will not. You will not. Um. So, um. Should we go over a definition of childhood trauma? Since technically yeah, okay. we've been talking yeah, about so let's let's go over our definition do, do, of child. Do, 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 do. Let's do it the black way. <laughs> uh, childhood trauma is an event
0: experienced by a child that threatens their life or bodily integrity. Physical or sexual abuse, for example, can be a clear trauma. Mm. Mm. For
1: one child, I found one. You found one. I okay. found a simpler one. Childhood okay, trauma correct. is often described as serious, adverse childhood experiences. Yeah, that's so broad, though. Is it, though? It's pretty specific. What is considered a traumatic childhood? Childhood trauma refers to a scary, dangerous, violent, or life threatening event that happens to a child. Okay.
0: Oh, I see right here.
1: I know I was traumatized, and I, I do think that a, one thing that's not talked about enough in Black communities is therapy. You know what? Yes. Even if you don't go see a therapist, let me tell you how Black parents used to do it back in the day. They used to take us to go see psychiatrists. Go, go, go! Find you a psychiatrist, and we, if you, if somebody said they intimidated a therapist, I applaud you. Don't let nobody. Tell what you if that they therapist. can't get to a therapist though? So there's What's so many resources way? now that pay for therapy. You just really? have to sit down and find them. You know what? Let me give y'all some. And let
0: me look up some like
1: <laughs> Let's let's find some. We should have did this before. There's so many places that offer free ther online. See, look look at this one. Therapy is in community centers, hospitals, schools, and places of worship. Yeah. Pastors are therapists at this point. You know what I mean. Even if just they talking are. to your, even if you have to find a pastor that. So I went to this not. And if y'all listen to my podcast, please. I hope you will understand that I do love you. I love you a lot. I'm not saying this because I don't. But my at my church, ICWCA, just to shout them out. And back in LA, it's a non denominational church. Okay. And there there's a path. There's two pastors. They're married. I necessarily would go talk to her husband because of the things that he's been through in his life. Like, he went to prison, he got out, he's reformed. I just feel like, spiritually and in the real world, I'd be able to relate more. If I talked to him, I know there would be no judgment because of everything that he's been through. not saying that she would judge me. It would just be more of like, I'd feel like I'd be being getting chastitized by my mother yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like definitely. so you just have to find someone that you're like I used to have a youth pastor well there's one here in Dallas um, OGU
0: movement they're mm-hmm. actually my mentors and I work with them sometimes on events and stuff and Therapy one does- of my mentor, uh, he works with like inner city kids okay and inner city adults and you could always go and find those type of Uh, mentorships
1: or programs so therapy doesn't necessarily mean a therapist therapist. yeah therapy could even just be talking to your friends and seeing how just getting it off your chest like a lot of times your trauma can be resolved a lot if you just talk about it you just talk about it just talk to someone about it i
0: i seen this crazy method if you guys watch sex education on netflix great show there's this one awkward kid and he has to turn around to get whatever he has to say off his chest you know what i mean mm-hmm. and a uh i think a sex therapist this the sex therapist told him how to do it you know what i mean so just, there are just little tricks like that that you could learn and find out how to so my grandmother yourself. is a therapist i just call her
1: yeah. <laughs> I get free therapy period that's when why you why call her I, I, yeah I, 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 hey if you mind, I do you need a session maybe we I should I'll just, be like on the next episode maybe I should Taylor. make, make her maybe I should just make her a website and have people pay her like a monthly fee that's not too excessive <laughs> yes and get like a certain amount of therapy sessions yeah. she'd never have to work again right like that. period yeah. <laughs> she'd never have to work I'm again like, but I I do I did use to. I do talk to the pa- to, to the pastor um, what's the thing? Even if it's anonymous. What what was that at? Whisper. I used to tell them all my business to whisper. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I, I used find to, that sweet. I used to tell all my business to whisper. You could just upload it anonymously and people will comment. There are things like that too. Yeah. Like where people will be like... If you reach out to people online
0: anonymously, I feel like there are so many people that are out there that want to help you. Like I said, I said, y'all, I said
1: once I was like, y'all, I'm depressed and I just I don't want to do anything like I just would be okay if I never did anything else. Somebody was like, you got to pull it together. And she was like, I know this is anonymous, but if you want my phone number, you could talk to me. And I was like. You I know don't, what I mean?
0: There are just people out I there. I don't want your phone
1: number, but this is how you. you feel
0: better. <laughs> there's someone out there who
1: cares. There is always someone out there. Who the one cares. thing I do know is community centers. The if you find a good community center, there are free programs that are made for the community so that Absolutely. you can yep. there's there are centers out there, you just have to do your research and find them. Mm-hmm. If you want the help, it's out there. You yeah. just have to look you it. You have help. to seek it. If so you want the knowledge, you have what to What we'll seek it. do is we will Compile a list of centers in the major cities like let's Dallas, Dallas, Los Angeles, New Jersey, New York. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do them in Texas, Houston, and Dallas, yeah. LA, and San Francisco, mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago for sure, New Orleans, you know what I mean, My, Delaware, in Florida. We'll no. just put one in Florida. Yeah. Let's just say Miami, no, no, Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need y'all going to the therapist and then right. being outside. all right Um. All right. Well. Do. You- yeah, yeah, we can. It up.
0: We can. All right. Well, guys, you can find us every Wednesday at seven o'clock Central Standard Time on Instagram at Define Life Podcast. If you have any questions at all, or want to email us or talk to us about these topics. You can D m us there or you can email us at define life podcast at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> I made all those socials, guys. Yeah, she definitely did it, so I'm just regurgitating so it. So you can find us on TikTok. We we will be posting content soon, guys. Um you can find us on TikTok at Define Life I made it and I don't even know. You can find us on TikTok at define life podcast you can find us on instagram at define life podcast you can email us like taylor said at define life podcast at gmail.com or if you want to talk to us on twitter we're also on twitter and you can tweet us at define life pod (laughs) clearly we're trying to help y'all okay everything is the same (laughs) period and we're on clubhouse every wednesday around nine o'clock um
0: if you're interested in that just dm us at the on instagram And we will send you the link personally. Um, And you can find this recording and other recordings on Apple Podcasts. Define life. Life spelled with an exclamation point for the I. That way you guys can go listen to that recording there. All right. And other than that, we will see you guys next time.